I didn't know it was a cemetery at first, though. I was, like, looking for local parks that we could, like, walk around in. And there's this one, George Washington Memorial Park. And I was like, that seems cool. And I told him, and he was like, okay. And I didn't realize why it was weird. And I was like, oh, it's a cemetery. (laughs) 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 Oh, I love it. Like, listen, if you want to get with me, you got to commune with the dead. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you gotta be. A, you gotta be down with the spooky bitch. Down with the sickness. Wah! 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 You had me at. Hell no. Welcome to You Had Me at Hell No. I'm Mel. I'm Allie. And thank you so much for joining us on our podcast. If you are new, welcome to the chaos. If you are returning, welcome back to the chaos. Um, And by chaos, I mean our podcast where Allie and I talk about romance, movies, and why we love a genre that hates us. Yep, we talk about rom-coms, dramas, erotic thrillers. Mm. If it's got romance at the heart of it, we are there. That is right. Even though... That's not our typical genre to unwind. Mel, what do you like to watch to unwind? To unwind? I love a horror film. I love it. I didn't watch a movie recently. I watched Midnight Mass, which I'm kind of lukewarm on. You're not missing anything in your life if you don't see Midnight Mass, quite frankly. Uh, But what about you, Allie? Um, I like an action thing to calm down. I also didn't watch um, an action thing this week. I... I was I was sick earlier this week, like the kind where you're just sort of laying in bed, like, Bleh. and I rewatched episodes of The Punisher. Nice. I was I was sick, so I was like, I think I need to hear John Bernthal just be like, Bleh! and it worked. I, it was fun. Uh, John Bernthal like, screaming cured you. I didn't cure me, but it was nice to hear as I fell asleep. <laughs> weirdly. Okay, cool. Well, I'm glad you're... Let's not give him too much credit. Theraflu did a lot of the work. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. I'm glad you're feeling better. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, Um, Today, we're not talking about John Bernthal. And Forge. Yeah. Uh, Um, Forge for me. Although I am happy with what we're talking about. Oh, same. Today's film is... Kenneth Branagh's 1993 film adaptation of Much Ado About Nothing. Mm-hmm. I I like this movie. It's a it's a fun one. Of like of film adaptations of Shakespeare, this is a good one. It is a good one to show like I don't know your parents. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think. It's just it's a delight. It's like a classic rom com. And it's just people giggling in the Italian countryside. Yeah, um, there are titties in the in the beginning, but aside from there that, there are butts. There are butts in the beginning. It's mostly butts, which I'm happy. Listen, with. we are but both yeah. connoisseurs of the ass. Okay, we are. Bedon- but we're bedonkologists, if you will. <laughs> and 
And we both gave this our stamp of ass approval. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I didn't. Ugh. But this. But yeah, no, we I, did. I love those butts. Here's uh, my question, though. Yeah. Because the opening scene, besides after Emma, Th- Emma Thompson, who is heaven. Ugh, this is her film. So I love good. her. After we get past Emma Thompson just sort of reciting this beautiful prose or verse or whatever. Is it verse or prose? Uh, prose if it's not poetry, like metered poetry, and it's verse if it's metered poetry. Then I believe this is verse at the beginning. Probably. Right? I haven't read it in a long time, so I couldn't tell you. Oh, boy. If you know, send us a message. Hit us up. You know what? I'm, School I us, can solve, I can solve this right now, okay? Okay. MIT like has good. all of Shakespeare online. You can look what? at any of Shakespeare's works. It's transcribed online. Okay. Um, and I believe that they use the Arden Shakespeare's text. Um, so you can view them scene by act and scene or the entire play in one page. So... Let me see. In one page? Well, like internet page. Okay. Yeah. It, okay. So. It's going to be like, it's. Well, page. let me see here. Um, I'm reading. I, I have know. it in front of me. I pray you is Senor Montanto return from. The, no. Okay. Oh, no. I'm talking about the part she says at the beginning of this movie when she does like the hey, nani, nani shit. Oh, okay. Let me, let me look because it looks like she's just speaking in prose. First, let me find the Nani part. Okay, um, she doesn't say "Hey, not in, at least in the in the original text. Balthazar is the one that says "Hey, Nani, Nani." Oh, well, in the in the movie, in the movie, it's yeah, her reading it to everyone, sitting in a tree, eating an apple, no, eating a grape. Eating grapes and everyone is loving it. Ugh. The amount of laughing in this movie, like someone will say some kind of Shakespearean thing. Well, a, a, not a, a Shakespearean thing, because it's Shakespeare, it's the, his words. But someone does says a line and everyone loses their minds in the movie. Yeah, and also. Someone like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then everyone's like, oh, <laughs> oh we're having so much fun. This is, yeah, and I would say, too, I think Beatrice is one of the better women in Shakespeare. Um, oh, yeah, she's the right. Yeah. Way, way better than uh, Katerina in Taming of the Shrew, I would argue. Um, but also, like... Oh, she's more fun. Yeah, it's... And, like, also... The wit the, the, is... The, the banter, the back and forth is just so sexy it's so good um because you can tell at least the way that Branagh did it like you can when you're watching well they were they were married at the time and you could tell that like Beatrice and Benedict had a little something something going on before and that they didn't anymore which is why they were so quick to really fall for each other when everyone tricks them um which I guess brings we should talk about the basic plot first okay um all right I'll set the scene so Said it, Molly. Um, Much Ado About Nothing, written in 1598 by William Shakespeare. Um, Do we know it was 1598? Yes. 
Um, we also, I mean, I think it's based on some of the Italian wars that happened. Some of them were happening up until the mid-1500s. Don't really know because Don Pedro and Don John, they're Spanish because Don Pedro is a prince of Aragon, which is Spain. But this takes place in Messina, which is Sicily. Um, and so basically like the 15th, 16th centuries were a crazy time for Italy and Sicily, especially Naples and Sicily. There's a lot of power struggling going on here. Regardless, the Italian, the Sicilians are cool with the Spanish, so I'm not going to question it too much. It's fiction, but it takes place in this really beautiful, idyllic countryside of Messina, which is in Sicily. Um, Don Pedro, who's the prince comes back from war uh he has stopped an insurrection from his bastard half-brother don john don pedro is played by denzel washington the most handsome man in the world and oh God. and he is wonderful in this oh god you want to talk about someone first of all so handsome and also <sighs> just straight up presence on screen when he asked beatrice to marry him i was like you're like <gasps> marry him you're like marry him why yeah. isn't she marrying him? Because she's, she, I don't, I don't know. She made the wrong choice, quite frankly. But, um, so Don John is played by Keanu Reeves, Kiki Nunu's. Yeah! Woo! He, Everybody! <laughs> um, Kiki does yeah, a anyways, great job. Honestly, well done for him in this film. And we'll get to more of that later. But the idea is, is that, you know, Denzel is extending a courtesy to Kiki Nunu's by allowing him to be a part of his entourage and like welcoming him into the family after this, you know, rebellion that he staged against Denzel. So Keanu Reeves is the villain of this. Um, but part of the main plot is that Claudio, who is just, you know, some strapping young lad who's with Denzel. Um, falls in love with Leonato, who's the like main guy who owns the villa. Falls in love with his daughter, Hero, played by young Kate Beckinsale. It was her film debut. Mm-hmm. Um, so Denzel arranges the marriage for them. And then uh, Kiki and his friends want to look for a way to undermine that. So they stage it so that uh, Claudio and... Pedro think that they're seeing Hero have sex with someone, but it's really not Hero. It's her gentlewoman servant, Margaret, played by Dolores Umbridge. I don't remember her name as an actor. Imelda Staunton. Thank you, Imelda Staunton. Um, I'm just going to call her Professor Umbridge. Um, Mm. So then Claudio gets mad on the day of the wedding. He rebukes her in this whole show Um, And so then it's proven that this was a plot by Don John and his friends. And so Leonardo, in order to get back at Claudio and the prince, uh, basically guilt trip them about it and then pretend that Hero has killed herself um, or that she's just simply died. I mean, the, the implication is, I think, pretty clear. But they say, like, oh, she's died because of all this, you know, treacherous rumors about her and slander to her character saying that she's not a virgin when she is a virgin and then you know at the wedding they basically say claudio to you know make up for this huge embarrassment and wrong that you've done to my family you have to marry my niece um and he says yes and then it turns out oh no hero was alive the whole time and we taught you a lesson isn't that funny um 
And that's the main plot. The subplot is Beatrice, who is Hero's cousin, and Benedict, who is friends with Claudio and the Prince, have this like crazy witty banter. And both sides pretend or they think it would be funny to get them to fall in love with each other. And that's the subplot. And guess what? They do. What? No, I'm kidding. They fall in love. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Can I? Okay. And da 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 da. And I want to say the plan to woo, to not to woo, to the plan, the. I'm going to end my own life. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Can I just say the plan? Because there's like a big sort of masquerade ball when they first get there. Claudio says to Don Pedro. I really love um, Hero. He's seen her one time. Well, it's not. It's it's implied that he saw her before they went off to war, but now that he's back for more, he's like, oh, shit. Um, yeah, and presumably and they've been at war for for years, like at least 10. The, for a while. Yeah. And then, um, uh, so Don Pedro's like, I got an idea. I'm going to pretend to be you and ask her to marry me so that she's saying that she'll marry you and then well you guys will be married and claudia's like okay sure what what do you mean (laughs) dude (laughs) what do you mean what are you saying and then okay can i just say so i saw a thing and i agree that in order any production of this show claudio has to be played kind of by someone like cute or whatever or hot otherwise claudio is inseparable because claudio is truly the dumbest bitch alive Claudio's the he is worst. the fucking he is the absolute worst. worst whatever the last thing he was told was he believes it all the way he, he is, is an a idiot. gullible bitch he is the stupidest bitch he hears don pedro has already explained his plan and he hears from one person don john like oh Actually, Don Pedro wants to marry your girlfriend. He's like, well, I guess I've been betrayed. And then yeah, not someone's for like, one, actually, not that's for not true. Not for one second thinking like, oh, Don John, the man whose rebellion we just stopped, maybe I shouldn't trust him. Maybe I shouldn't trust him. And then <laughs> one person says, then it, one per- I, like, I get that it's implied that he sees what he thinks is hero, but he doesn't ask like he sort of asks hero but not really he just like all he does he's is like he you're a liar her. he says are you still a maid and she's like yeah done he's like liar you're a liar, liar bitch you're a liar. You're f- um which you're is fucking and he doesn't even really see her face all that happens is it's borraccio which is a hilarious name which i'll get to in a second borraccio having sex with margaret saying hero's mm-hmm. name and Margaret also has long also, brown hair. They don't actually see her face. They see like him if, up in a window boinking her. If I'm Margaret and my boyfriend's calling me a different name, uh-uh. Get out of here. Yeah, I mean... We're done. First of all, you're making me have sex out of a window. So already, I'm not, I'm not happy about Real it. Real sense of danger there, and not in a fun way. No, no, no. And then and then you have the nerve to refer to me by by the lady whose handmaiden I am. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Not today. Yeah, and in classic farce, which you and I both have problems with, as we've said many times on the podcast, in classic farce form, Margaret doesn't say anything. She he- doesn't say doesn't shit. Doesn't say anything to anyone, keeps the secret to herself, and the men have to figure it out for themselves. Also, unrelated, while I was watching this, were you thinking about at all how, like, in Elizabethan times, dudes would just be making out with each other on stage while they were performing this? 
I usually think about that when I watch Shakespeare stuff, but I wasn't thinking about it in this instance. Oh. I, but yeah. normally I am. I, I, normally I am. I haven't thought about Mar- it in a while. And I was thinking about it just now being like, wow. Damn. Cool. These bitches gay. Good for them. Good, good for, for them. them, honestly. Uh, good for them. Also, but, um, kissing another man on stage doesn't make you gay. But but fucking him off stage and marrying him and having a wonderful life with him does. <laughs> and that's great. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Um, finding true companionship in a way you haven't before and being embraced by your community and your loved ones is nice. Oh, um, Allie, speaking of that, I... What? I was, I was <laughs> looking through... I was looking through some old screenshots that I have. And I have okay. this one, and it was from when you and I were, like, first becoming best, best friends. And mm-hmm. we had watched History Boys together. And, oh, yeah. And we were texting each other, like, I'm not gay, but Wait. I'm in love with that man. <laughs> What happened? I don't think we'd even watched it. We just talked about it. And it was about how Dominic Cooper's... Dominic Cooper? Yes. Yeah. Dominic Cooper's character is like, I'm not gay, but I've had sex with all these dudes. Yeah, I'm not and gay, but I want to have sex see, with this man? Yeah, I, I'm not gay, but I seek the love and affection of exclusively men. Honestly, and it was like, okay. <laughs> like, fucking... Okay, bro. And, um, that I was just reminded of that just now. It was a funny moment. I'll see if I can find it. Um, we'll, we can post it on our Instagram. <laughs> At Hell No Cast. Uh. Uh, hell No Cast. I don't think I've actually um, seen a movie with Dominic Cooper where part of his character wasn't like, oh, everybody's trying to fuck him. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't know that I've seen a version of i don't think i've seen a performance of his where part of it wasn't like oh this one character's motivation is that they want to fuck me <laughs> maybe i'm wrong i don't know i can't think of anything to me your theory i can't is sound. think of a single yeah, one sound theory i'm not saying other stuff doesn't happen in his performances and or in, in the shows and the movies and such i'm just saying that it feels like a common through line is that someone's like oh excuse me <laughs> um my character's secret is that it's not a secret and i want to fuck you <laughs> like, <okay. laughs> we haven't even talked about this movie oh it's, but um yeah sorry Let, we should talk yeah. about this more but yeah um claudio's a little bitch claudio sucks and he's a misogynist, and he's the worst, and he's stupid, and I don't like him. Truly, the fact that someone could be so naive is disgusting. Dumbest hoe in the universe. And not in a fun way. No. Hero deserves better, honestly. Hero does deserve better, but Hero also has like four lines in the whole play. Honestly. In the actual play, she has more. Yeah, she does. But in the film, she has. She doesn't. No, have a in the lot. film, in the film, I was like, does she say anything? I was like, so much of it is Kate Beckinsale looking up at Robert Sean Leonard, like, <laughs> and that's it. Her, like, yeah, okay. her main line in the film adaptation is that in the end, he's like, I thought you died, and she said, as long as my slander lived, I died. But now that the slander is dead, I live. Oh, okay. Yay. Um, can we talk about Emma Thompson? Absolutely, yes, we can. She is so beautiful. Her so hair looks beautiful. great. And her delivery, I could listen to her. It's almost like she was born to be beautiful.
Beatrice. Like, she is phenomenal in this movie. Everything that she says is so visceral. Like, every line of dialogue just radiates out of her. And you don't even have to know Shakespeare well to know what she's saying. That's she how good she is. She makes you understand it. She does what, sorry I interrupt, but like, she does what you're supposed to do when you perform Shakespeare, which is you act. But sorry, but make sure the audience can understand what you're saying in a way that makes sense with the context of the play. Yeah. But like, you under, like, she makes those words sing and also you understand what the fuck she's talking about. And Sorry, her, I feel like I'm swearing a lot. No, it's okay. I'm just, I mean, I don't care. Just, do you ever see, just sometimes you watch stuff and you're like, no, what are, come on, what's, it's like that, but on stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes that happens. Yeah. What I just did. I think, anyway. quite frankly, I think Emma Thompson does that the best out of everyone in this film. Yeah. Um, I think Kenneth Branagh oh, yeah. is also a good actor, but I don't. Hot take: He does not hold a candle to Emma Thompson. No, he like. Here's the thing: He did a wonderful job with this movie. He directed it. He adapted it for the screen. He cast like he does a wonderful job with this movie as a whole. But it is one. It is a little fun, and I do think he's great. Very good in this movie. But it's one of those where whoever is on screen with Emma Thompson, you're like, oh, but. Emma Thompson. <laughs> like, this is Emma Thompson. Yeah. Time. And she's also. I'm so sorry. So beautiful. Like. Oh my God. This is a film. So beautiful. This is a film oh where the God, women so don't actually wear that much makeup, or at least the makeup they wear is like no makeup makeup. Mm-hmm. And everyone just looks good. And also, Every- one thing I did notice is that Emma Thompson's got wrinkles and she looks stunning. She d- I didn't even know. I was just looking at her hair. Her, her hair, hair was great. Bouncy, like, but, you know, she's waves. got, you know, she's got like. Some... She looks like a human person. Exactly. She looks like a human exactly. person. She's she not like a... like a doll. Exactly. That they let... She's and, they, 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 and that's yeah. what I she's... love about the fact that they like mm-hmm. don't do anything to hide that about her because it well, makes and... her so much more human. And when she emotes, it's it's just beautiful. It's beautiful. It's she beautiful. So good. It is beautiful. Everyone looks like they've been on a vacation in the Italian countryside for weeks, which I guess they have, and that's kind of the whole plot of this movie is we're all hanging out in this fucking villa. We're at the villa! Yeah. Yeah, they're in the fucking up in the castle Sicilian villa in summer it's, it's, having it, a good time. It's Sicilian Love Islands, right? Like, I feel like with paper, <laughs> Benedict's totally in my type. But, um, you know, and then we meet, and we just, like, we got great banter, but, like, we just can't get it together, you know? <laughs> And I feel like there are a lot of guys in the villa that are really great, like Don Pedro. Um, okay, I'm actually really on board for the, uh, a Beatrice who talks like that. So. I, I would watch a version of Much Ado About Nothing that is like a reality show like Love Island. Better bird of my tongue than a beast of yours. I actually, okay, quick aside, because we've never gone on a tangent before on this podcast. What on this bad? We are extremely focused, both of us always. Um, but that reminds me, uh, your Love Island idea. I saw a production yeah. of the Revengers tragedy when I was in college in San Diego, my first two years of undergrad, and it was set up just like a reality show. And so it was a stage production, but there were screens and cameras everywhere that were filming it and like cutting from camera to camera, just like a reality TV show. 
Ooh. And honestly, it prevent. Okay, if, if this is a deep cut recommendation from Mel, if you like Shakespeare, and if you like his spookier stuff, you should definitely check out the Revengers tragedies by Thomas Middleton. Um, it's written uh, like 1606-1607, so fully in the Jacobian era. So, you know, shortly after this play is when Middleton starts getting his shit blown up, and I fully recommend. Oh. Fully recommend. Check that out. But again, this is coming from someone whose favorite Shakespeare play is Titus Andronicus, so take that. That is true. Take, take that with a grain of salt. That's her favorite play, you guys. It's my favorite Shakespeare. Yeah. Yeah, Titus Andronicus. I think Much Ado by, might, might be my favorite. Although, I don't know. Is it lame to say Hamlet? Just because it's funny? No. I, I know Hamlet isn't funny, but like, it's a little funny. It's a, it's a, um, it's a little funny. It's a little funny. It's just about the most dramatic boy in the world. Um, Truly. Also, speaking like, of Hamlet, um, the whole time I what? was watching this movie, I just couldn't, I had this, like, really this thought that I, that I couldn't get rid of about the title because I was thinking about the scene in Hamlet where um, he is mean to Ophelia before the play within a play and he refers to nothing, which is her vagina. And I was like, oh, that's funny because then this play is much ado about nothing, which is much ado about vaginas. Ha! <laughs> Because it's about... But it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Was that where you were going and then I yep. ruined it? Yep. Yep. I'm so sorry. I'm <laughs> so okay. sorry. It's okay. It's okay. I'm so sorry. No, I you're fine. You're fine. Like you're good. But yeah, that's what I was thinking of. So anyone who's not down with the Elizabethan Jacobian lingo, no thing or nothing is a vagina. Because mm-hmm. a thing if is a ever... penis. Mm-hmm. If you're ever like, I don't know what this line in Shakespeare is. It's a dick joke. It's an innuendo. It's a sex joke. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was that was a lot of what he did. Like, there's, I think it's Henry V or Henry IV. I think Henry, because Henry, I think it's Henry IV, because Henry IV is when he's like a fun-loving prince. But he refers to um, Falstaff as, oh, fuck. A sheath. He calls him a sheath, which is a vagina. Yes. Because what do you put your sword in? A sheath. And what do you put um, your dick in? A vagina. Yeah. Your friend's mouth. Um. <laughs> your friend's butt. Uh, honestly, that would be dope. Good for you guys. Have fun. Two best friends. As long as you're both cool with it, live your lives. Um, use protection also. Be good Be good friends to everybody and use protection. Safe sex, woo-ha, it's the thing to do. Because yes. it's sex and that's fun and it's safe and that's good too. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so in this movie... <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to say something about Denzel Washington. Yes. I love him. That is the correct opinion. I know we I, I know we already said it at the beginning, but truly, he is also someone... Like, when he's in that scene with um, Emma Thompson... It's it truly is like oh here are two people who are letting the words just sort of flow out of them yeah it's it's just so good he is gonna be the Coen Brothers did a Macbeth and it's coming out soon I don't know on what platform but it's he um, Denzel is Macbeth and Francis McDormand is Lady Macbeth 
and I think Brendan Gleeson is also in it, but I don't know who he is in it. Wait, who, but who's Lady Macbeth again? Francis McDormand. Oh, okay. Ha, I'm here for it, frankly. I mean, she's good. I just feel like they could pick, <sighs> they could pick, they could pick another actress. Not the Coens. Oh, that's right, the Coens. Yeah. The only woman they know is Frances McDormand. If hey, let me tell you something. If I were married to Frances McDormand and I was a filmmaker, she'd be in every goddamn movie. I'm not married to her, and I put her in a lot of movies. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I love that we differ on Frances McDormand for any McD. Yeah, I mean, th- she's a great actor. I, I just her. feel like with her and Denzel, I I question that chemistry. I mean, it'll probably be good. I hope so. I I I buy it. Oh, apparently Stephen Root is also in it. <gasps> Yay! I love Stephen Root. <laughs> anyway, I. What I was going to say is I just love that it was one where I was like, I want to watch him do more Shakespeare. Yeah. You know? I want more from him. I want to watch him. Like, I, I just want to watch him more in things. And the good news is that he has a lot of work that you can watch. But he's just one of those where it's like, oh, I feel like every time I watch Denzel Washington in something, Every time it's like, oh, there's not a minute of screen time wasted. Like he, mm-hmm. he makes you believe. So I don't know how to explain it. He's just so good. Like even, um, it's because he no has matter- charisma. <laughs> <laughs> you and he were buddies, weren't you? <laughs> um, <laughs> But, um, like, even in, uh, what movie did I watch with Denzel where I was like, Denzel might be too good for this movie. Oh, it was, the t- it was um, Poem 1, 2, 3. I think it was called The Taking. It's the one where John Travolta hijacks the subway. Where he has the shaved um, head. Yes. And oh Denzel Washington is so good in that movie that you're like, oh, this man never, he's never not committed. He's never not bringing it. He's never not fully formed as a character. There's a reason he's as good and famous. There's a reason he's as famous as he is, and it's because he's one of the greatest actors of all time. He he really is phenomenal. And to see him, even for like what feels like not very long in this movie, he's great. Every time he's on screen, you're like, Denzel's on screen. Yeah. When he when he's strutting into that (sighs) villa, oh. Have wow. have you seen that TikTok? And I'm sure everyone, if you if you've seen this movie, then you know what we're talking about. If you haven't seen this movie, you can probably find this on YouTube. But there's a scene where all the dudes are riding horses back from war, and it's in slow mo, and they're just going. Yeah. And there's a TikTok where it has like bum bum beat em, bum bum. Why do I feel like this? And um, <laughs> that's really how I felt watching this. You watch that, and you see all these yeah. hunky dudes on horseback in slow motion like looking like they're excited to come see you and you're like oh uh." yeah well brian does that intentionally every i know he does but it's just like no oh Oh, no it works but i just think it's kind of smart and fun that he's like no 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 no. everyone's gonna look great um look at these beautiful shots of the italian countryside at one point we're just gonna be dancing in a fountain like we're just Having a grand old time singing. Like, so, ma- so many scenes are intercut with people just laughing and running about this 
Italian villa that you're like, okay, uh, yeah, we're, it, 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 you watching it start to have a good time of like, oh, we're, well, I it's think, fun yeah, to be on vacation. Absolutely. <laughs> and I think also that's uh, a, a, a good understanding of Shakespeare's assignment because some of Shakespeare's comedies don't have a fun tone. Like, there are some comedies where you're like, oh, uh-oh, like Measure for Measure, I think, is a good example of that, because it's... I don't think I know Measure for it's Measure. Really dark. Um, it's really dark. It's really dark. Part of it is that, like, a local magistrate wants to have sex with someone that he can't have sex with. So, dude, no, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, and, like, I think Much Ado is one of the few plays that he has that, like, really, when you read it, it's just joyful. Like, it's just a good time for everyone. It's a fun oh, it's comedy. it's a delight. Even though it mm-hmm. has a lot of dark elements to it, the tone is not dark, if that makes sense. Yeah. It. Oh, yeah, no, it's a fun, silly time in, a, in the countryside. Like, it's, we're all at this vacation house having a raucous time. Yeah, is, yeah. Is, is what this play is. And this movie is fun. It's a delight. Oh, no, we haven't even talked about. Michael Keaton. Because I, yeah, I forget about Dogberry every single time i think because i don't typically love doc barry he's not the best but i think michael keaton does a great job for me i don't know if you feel this way do you feel like dog barry is slightly beetlejuice adjacent um i don't but i i can understand where you're coming from because it is a michael keaton crazy hair um annoying people <laughs> role yeah like um, greasy bad teeth annoying people speaks in riddles do you i will say like he uh, although i will say with beetlejuice he's like intentionally speaking in riddles like he's intentionally being confusing whereas dogberry the joke is that he is stupid yeah oh one of the parts that genuinely genuinely made me laugh is he goes never forget that i am an ass and i was like ha, oh. ha, 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 that's so funny Oh, you for are. me it was, I don't like that one. I truly, that's a line where I'm like, I'm over, I'm over it. But the <laughs> one that does make me laugh um, is when he is listing their crimes and he's saying the same thing over and over again. Oh, yeah. Sixth, and lastly, they have told spoken untruths. And he's like, and thirdly, they are liars. <laughs> it's just like, he's just saying, I know that I know I got that wrong. I know I got that wrong, audience. No, but that it's... is exactly what he says. He goes from six to three, which I remember thinking yeah. was funny. It's delightful. <laughs> and and he delivers it so well. Like, I, I, I do like what Michael Keaton is doing. Michael Keaton is another one when I see him and things. I'm like, oh, yeah, Michael Keaton's really good at his job. Truly. He is a villain in a Spider-Man movie. And you're like, oh, hey, hey, Michael, how are you doing? Wait, he is? I'm being spooky. Yeah, in the first um, Tom Holland Spider-Man, which is also the only one that I've seen, um, um, of the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, uh, the first one, he is, uh, I believe, the vulture? Is what it's called. Oh, he's but he's they're a girl at school that Spider-Man likes. He's her dad. Oh, yeah, but he's also a villain. Oh, I I haven't um, seen any of the Tom Holland Spider-Mans. It's it's sort of like um, 
okay i haven't seen andrew garfield's spider-man i've heard that one uh, okay from my basic understanding of the different spider-man interpretations of movies that we've seen so far toby mcguire is like dork fucking dork bitch dork fucking nerd and i don't want to talk too much shit because i realize that i kind of look like toby mcguire once a year i have a minor panic that I look like Tobey Maguire and then I have to just accept that Tobey Maguire and I look alike and move forward with my life. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Especially as my hair grows out, maybe I'll post a photo because there have been times when I straight up like emo Peter Parker. You know in the third one (gasps) when he gets that emo haircut? It's my favorite one because it's the worst one. What? It's a rough one, but um, so Peter Parker, Sam Raimi, Peter Parker is like dork, nerd, bitch, dork, not cool. Uh, Andrew Garfield is like the Parker, Peter Parker, who kind of fucks. Like you could, I guess that one's the one where it's like, no, this this Peter Parker fucks. And then the third one is like a baby. Like Tom Holland is a baby. He's a teen boy. Probably most believable as a teen boy, A, because Tom Holland has such a baby face, but also because he makes such stupid decisions. Like, the whole movie, you're like, no, why would you do this? What are you doing? Well, the answer is Honey. he's a teenage boy. Exactly. You feel, and maybe this is more of a sign of, like, maybe where I am in my life, but, like, there's no, and maybe if I were 14, I would feel differently about Tom Holland, but mostly I feel almost... Uh, it feels like he's like a kid I'm babysitting or something where I'm like, honey, what are we doing? Honey, are you okay? Like you, it feels like a, I I, I want him to be safe as opposed to like, I wonder if he'll kiss this girl. It's more like, is he doing well in school? (laughs) It's it's more that. Okay. It's more that. Okay. Although as also, although there's also like a dumb thing in the Tom Holland Spider-Man where it's like girls don't like him. I'm like fucking when, yeah, fucking for real though. When he's smart and he's like cute and he's frankly kind of a bad kid. So I know several girls who'd be like, I like Peter. <laughs> like, yeah, I would be one of those girls. I would fully have yeah. a crush on Peter Parker because he's an awkward nerd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. Anyway, thank you for listening. This has been Allie talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> a new segment in every episode. Allie Tanzillo on Spider-Man. Once a week, I'm like, do I look like Tobey Maguire? <laughs> <laughs> we'll add that to the most important question after we do Fuck, Mary Kill. Does Allie resemble Tobey Maguire? And it's people being like, no. And then they see a photo and they're like, oh my god. Yeah, it's replacing Paul Giamatify a film. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want that to be a replacement. <laughs> I know we're joking, but I cannot have this. If I ever want to fuck again, I can't be like, do I look like Tobey Maguire? I know people want to fuck Tobey Maguire, and he was part of the Pussy Posse, but that's not the vibe I'm going for. Okay? Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Hold on. I'm looking at my notes. Um, Kiki Nunu's. Can we talk about when he's done with his evil plot, when there's just a shot of him running down a tunnel and laughing maniacally? <laughs> yeah, he's just... <laughs> and then everyone's like, Don John left, and we don't see him the rest of the movie. He just pieces the fuck out. 
It, he just left. He just goes, and no one knows where he is. I think in the play, they're like someone caught him or something. I'm pretty sure he gets caught. Something happens in the play he gets where caught. he gets caught. But I think in also this movie, people don't remember that he's technically a prisoner of war. He's the leader of an insurrection. He's a prisoner, and they just and he just runs away. Uh, I love Keanu Reeves so much. I love that his he's plotting while getting a massage. Ooh, that was that was a nice touch. Yeah. Um, Kiki looks great. Yeah. In this. Um, Ooh, he looked so good, so good. I mean, he's beautiful. He really is a beautiful person. Yeah. Um, oh, can we talk about how this is? So, this happens in so many Shakespeare plays, at least two, but that's still more than one, and one is a lot. But where a priest is like, I know a solution. <gasps> yes. Let's fake her death. <laughs> I messaged you that. I was like, what is, what is yeah. up with all these wily friars? All the fry. Every time a friar is presented with an issue, they're like, I have an idea. <laughs> yeah. Wh- We're going to tell everyone out. that you're dead. Yeah. It's like, hear me out. We're going to fake her death. Wait, stay with me. It gets better. And in- and the thing is, everyone immediately is like, oh, of course, obviously, that's what we're going to do. Right. And except in here, it has a good outcome. And in Romeo and Juliet, it does not have a good outcome. It does not have a good outcome. Ugh, good times. Romeo and Juliet, it doesn't. In Romeo and Juliet, it's, um, oof. Wah, wah. Um, wah, wah, wah. Um, what else happens in this movie? Oh, something I I Emma Thompson's mom is in this. Emma yes. Thompson's mom plays Ursula, and God, do they look alike? Yeah, so pretty. But Beautiful. like, it, it truly is like, wow, God, she looks so much like her mom. Yeah. Um, it was just cute to see. Maybe. Uh, I thought that was very. Maybe. I it thought was. it was cute. Um, I thought it was very. And cute. let me ask you this: How did you feel? Tell me. Okay, how did you feel about the romance between Beatrice and Benedict? Because over the years of me reading and watching this, I have had a range of different viewpoints on it. I'm fine with it. I will say, like, these two... um, Maybe it's because these actors were married at the time, but they have good chemistry. And I do... At least this version of it, it, it is kind of sweet i do like that they clearly care about each other and they kind of love each other immediately it's very funny although um i don't know it's just i do think particularly in this version it's very sweet um uh it's cute i like it um there are definitely versions i've seen where i'm like okay i don't there was one maybe we'll watch it for the pod i don't know i don't want to talk shit but is it the Josh Whedon one? Because I did not like that one. Like I thought she, I thought Amy Acker, Amy Acker. Yeah. yeah Amy, Amy Acker, Acker as Beatrice was wonderful. And Alexis Denisov is a good actor, but I just, he's fine, but I d- felt he was miscast and I didn't get chemistry from them, frankly. Yeah, um, I agree. I, think I didn't Amy buy Acker it. Was and the I didn't star want that it. One and... I, yeah. And I also will say that Nathan Fillion as Dogberry is like great. Yeah. Not the person I would have thought to cast as Dogberry either. No, no, and you're like, and you watch him, and you're like, wait a minute, you're killing this. I, if it were, I would have actually cast him as Benedict. Yeah, I think he does just fine as Dogberry. I, but he is more like, 
he can be a romantic lead. Um, you know, I think the only adaptation on film oh, you that who, I think is you know better who? than this one that we just watched is the one with David Tennant and Catherine Tate. I think, <gasps> I think those that's two my favorite one. have that's my favorite one. unmatched yeah. chemistry. Okay, if you it's know them so from good. Doctor Who, then you know. But also, if you've seen, it's a Royal Shakespeare Company production of it. It they filmed one of the performances of it, and honestly, it is so so good. It's really very good and it's it's better than the kenneth branagh film and i actually really like this film a lot oh yeah no i really like this one i heard they did one they did a version in the park like two years ago um that i want to see and it had danielle brooks from orange is the new black and i want to see that one because Ooh. frankly she would be amazing that does sound i like her a lot <laughs> um that does sound amazing uh, i but I like this one. Why do you do you like but their relationship in this? Because I do think it's cute. I think it's cute in this. Yeah, it's I've I've kind of I had do. a range of different opinions over the years because um I okay. I've discussed this in our Romeo and Juliet episode, but for those who maybe haven't heard that one, I was like a top tier Shakespeare nerd in high school. Mm-hmm. Like truly I was a human encyclopedia of Shakespeare, or at least I thought I was, or I wanted to be. Um, and even though Tamara, Queen of the Goths, is my OG dream role, I really love the character of Beatrice, and I always really related to her as being, like, this strong, independent, well-spoken, educated woman who can take care of herself and doesn't take shit from anybody and protects people that she loves from other people's shit, um, who loves this one person who doesn't love her back, and then in order to protect herself, she affects this, you know, facade of, well, fuck you too then. So I've always really related to that. But watching it now that I'm, you know, in my 30s and single for the first time in a long time, I think I have kind of a different view on it, because when I watch her and Benedict... One of the things I questioned was Benedict, there's one scene where he, like, really goes in on, like, I'm going to be a bachelor forever and love is stupid. And I'm just like, methinks the Kenneth doth protest too much. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, that's also the kind of the point. Right, right, right. But it's all, it's, I, I don't really know how I felt about it this time. I did, like, in terms of, like, the barometer that I have for these things, like, did I want them to kiss? Absolutely, yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I may, I think I just have a different relationship to the character of Beatrice now that I'm older. Um, and I think I just hate Benedict, quite frankly. He's a douche. Oh, he's kind of a dick. And I think it, a uh, Benedict. Uh, 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 he's Benedict and he remains a dick. Um, um, but yeah, Benedict's kind of awful, but I think that's sort of the point and also it's how you how he is played yeah um because i think do you think he um, could be played in a different way um well i think like i will say that like kenneth Branagh's version is a little more like oh like he's i think because he is slightly goofier almost like he falls sitting in a chair so it's a little bit more like oh yeah this guy will fall in love whereas there are other versions where you're like I don't think she should date this guy. Like, he's kind of just mean to her. <laughs> like, you know, it, um, whereas, 
this one, I think it's a little more obvious that, yeah, there is that sort of anger between them, but also, like, they clearly like um, bouncing off of each other. Um, and I think that's evident in this version. Um, I think there are other ones where it's just more anger. Um, yeah, I don't know. Benedict, like, Benedict's kind of an his name suits him. Um, yeah. This this is a play kind of about how all the men are terrible and all the women deserve better, frankly. I agree. That's what this play is. Yeah. The Beatrice men are dummies deserves and the better than women Benedict. deserve better. Hero, Hero deserves, deserves better obviously than Claudio. Obviously deserves better than Claudio because we've already established in our very intensive, you know, research before this that Claudio is a little bitch. So Claudio's a little bitch. Um, <sighs> Margaret deserves better than Baraccio. Um, Borracho, like, I think, is aptly named though, because um, in Spanish, borracho is a drunkard. Like, yeah, and uh-huh. I thought that was very funny. Ha ha! Good job, good job, Shakespeare. You should try writing. Um, <laughs> Have you? Yeah, was... like that was like a really good pun. Like you're like really good at puns. You should do this more. Like maybe you should you like should... write more with puns specifically. Like maybe you could become yeah. like the father of puns maybe i don't know that might be pun to do (laughs) (laughs) but seriously um this movie melanie did you think this movie was romantic i did i did think it was romantic did you i thought i you know what i think i did because i do it is i guess i have a similar barometer where you're like you know you want them to kiss and there's a wedding and they sing at the end and Everyone's having a great time, and yeah, because it's a comedy. It all worked out. All com- yeah. all comedies end in a wedding. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the OG comedy formula. And today, it instead of a wedding, it ends with the guy getting the girl. Mm-hmm. So yeah, of course, it ends in a wedding. Quite it's frankly, so- I think if listen, if I were writing this, I would have had Benedict kill Claudio. But that's just me. I do love or Beatrice kill Claudio I do love that turn I know I do love that turn that like that part in that scene I love it every time where he's they're confessing their love to each other they're admitting that they love each other and he's like oh I'm so happy that you also love me anything you want me to do I'll do it and she just straight up is like kill Claudio <laughs> like, and he's like what you kill my best friend like, and she's like yep. what I, I love it I love it. But then he it's he doesn't so necessarily bitch out because he tells Claudio. No, he's like, okay, he's, I'm going to. Yeah, he, he, he goes up out, to Claudio. He's like, guess what, bitch? You're going to die. <laughs> like, yeah, he says. Meet me later or you're a bitch. Exactly. I'm not your friend anymore. I challenge you to a duel. Fuck yourself. Catch me outside, bitch. For real, though. Let's take this outside. Let's take this outside. I'm going to beat you up in the playground and I'm going to take your lunch money. I'm going to beat you up from my girlfriend. Because my girlfriend doesn't like what you did to her cousin. Yeah. So fuck you. Um, and then at the end, it all works out. Um, Isn't that nice? It's very nice. Um, Robert Sean Lauder does a fine, fine fine, job in this, I think, as Claudio. Like, Claudio's a bitch, but he does a fine job. He does job a fine job, yeah. He's young, he's handsome, um, he fits the bill. He's a little cutie. Um, but yeah, I... Th- was this movie sexy? No, no. Yeah, I don't, no. I don't think so. And I don't think it's supposed to be. For as many butts are in it, but the butts feel more like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, the butts oh, are. Oh, I have something to say about that scene. <gasps> okay, I'm, okay. Okay. So 
Okay, so it's the beginning of the movie, and the the gentlemen, the soldiers are riding into town, and everyone's getting ready. So all of the women are going into this shower and giggling and laughing and soaping up. And then the men jump in, I don't know, the lake, the fountains? They take off all their clothes, and they're having a good time splashing in the fountain. And then when they're walking into the villa, they're wearing those same outfits that they were riding in. I'm like... Did they clean themselves off just to put their sweaty clothes back on? Yes. Ew! Yeah. Uh, Ew! Villas at that time would have a bath complex within the villa where you could, like, go through the whole bath experience. And if you didn't... It depends on the clothes situation, but basically, like, yeah, they put their nasty clothes back on. What the fuck even... Europe was gross. Yeah, why Europe do you think so gross. many people died all the time? Of course it was gross, babe. Disgusting. Filthy mongrels. Sorry. You I mean My I ancestors could, are like what? I could talk about no a, lo- t- a Roman latrine. I could talk about that for hours. I don't I'm gonna take your word for it, if that's okay with you. I have three words for you. Communal butt sponge. What? No, no, no. No, 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 no. No. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You're welcome. A communal butt sponge. Yeah. First of all, that's a great Halloween costume if you want to get lucky. (laughs) Second of all, (laughs) communal butt sponge. That would be a good Halloween costume, actually. Honestly, show up and be like, I'm a communal butt sponge. Shout out to any archaeologists out there. Be a a Roman latrine communal butt sponge for Halloween. You're going to get laid, my dude. Um, And I'm, like, not even joking. Because it's a conversation starter. Yeah, just like that one guy who was bacon. And... What? Yeah, when the first Halloween when we first met, when I was Pam (gasps) Poovy... God. Tiffer might remember this actually because he was with us at Laco and there was a guy there dressed as bacon and we were like flirting all night. So oh. those costumes, they really do they get you going where you need to go. I um uh saw a guy dressed as Star Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. And I went, are you Star-Lord? And he went, yeah. And, I, and he, he was like, you got it. Someone thought I was Marty McFly. And I was like, Marty McFly has a vest. And I was like, this is happening. This is happening. This is happening. And uh, then a girl came up and dressed as Corella DeVille. And I realized, oh, they are dating. This is a date. And Aww. I pointed at her costume and I went, that's dope as fuck. And then I walked away. <laughs> that was a good move, babe. That was a solid move. Yeah. I'm not about to be. You know what I, I think about? That same night, there were a group of kids dressed as the... I forget what they're called. The War Boys? War Boys? Yeah, yeah. from Mad Max Fury They Road. weren't kids. They were adult men. And I, they were going up the tunnel or one way on the bridge and I was going the other way. And I said, witness me! And one of them got excited, ran back and tried to spray some kind of silver spray into my mouth. Oh, no! A lot of the movie. I didn't know and that. I went, oh! I went, oh, no. And and he went, you don't want to go to Valhalla? And I went, I can't. <laughs> and then I kept walking, and he made kind of like a pouty, sad face, and I blew him a kiss. And sometimes I'm like, what if he was the one? Wow. For real, though. 
what if I let that one go? And that's never... If you're that guy and you tried to spray a girl dressed as Batman, <laughs> let me know. Hit me up. A Craigslist personal classified. From five fucking years ago. Hey. More than five years ago. He might still ago. remember. Maybe. Listeners, spread the word. We got to get Allie that man. Just to see, just to see if it's love. Just to see, it probably won't be. If you're trying to spray gray spray paint into people's mouths, I feel like it's not going to be a love connection. Maybe not. I saw a thing. Have you seen that thing, Cecilia is Gray? How she's going as a biblically accurate angel. Oh my god! And she made like this headpiece that's a bunch of eyes. It's so good. That's really cool. I see that's stuff mm. that I like. That's creative. Oh yeah, that's fun. It's the best. Um, uh, also, which reminds me, for Midnight Mass, why would you why would you think that's an angel if you know the Bible and you know what an angel is supposed to look like? That's a vampire. Well, no, it's different in... At this point... Uh, hold on, I think I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> oh, gesundheit. Thank you. There are... Um, well, technically, biblically accurate angels are like a bunch of eyes and lights. Um, at this point, we're like, no, angels look like people. People are angels. Um, angels are just people who are beautiful. Um, like in, um, it's like an angel that tells, to my memory, it's been a while, but when they moved the stone to be like, well, Jesus is dead. We got to go check on his body there's an angel there and it's like he is not here go seek him at the right hand of god um and oh, so uh, dramatic. i think that's supposed to be a person oh yeah ooh, it's sexy drama high sexy drama oh. um he is not here seek him at the right hand of god i'm pretty sure that's what it is right okay i, I, I oh god it's been so long i mean same uh i don't really um, deal with angels a lot in my daily life so <laughs> surprise i'm shocked <laughs> um fuck do we do a fuck mary kill yeah okay um okay okay and are we talking about this movie specifically not just the play yeah this movie specifically mm -hmm. um don john mm -hmm. don pedro and Let's say Benedict. I'm, okay, I'm sorry I'm about to do this. <laughs> I'm very sorry I'm about to do this, but we're going to kill Benedict. Nobody's sorry that you're killing Benedict. <laughs> we're killing Benedict. We're fucking Don John and we're marrying Don Pedro. And that's the right answer. And I'm sorry. No, I agree with you. That's it's the correct answer. That's the correct answer. There is a right and a wrong answer. answer for this one. That's the correct answer. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. It's the, that's the correct answer. Normally with Fuck, Mary Kill, it does come down to preference, but I gotta say on this one, there is a right answer and a wrong answer, and you just gave the right answer. Thank you. Thank you, friend. You're welcome. God. Claudio sucks. Claudio really sucks. He is the worst, quite frankly. I did see... Um, He's a tiny peepee -pee uh, little bitch boy. A little bitch! Little bitch! Um, I watched... A production, oh, it was at, um, what was it? Where was it? I'll never know. I'll never tell. It was the Globe. 
and like globe productions tend to be very like okay this is fucking big because sometimes it's a little too like to the audience um for my liking but i also don't mind it because it's like oh that is kind of how it was in the olden days um but i uh did like the woman who played beatrice was wonderful the girl who played hero was delightful and i think it's just because like you never see hero get to do anything and she was so charming oh and delightful and the guy who played claudio was cute and like they had a cute little thing um so it made you even more like what the fuck when he's an asshole to her um so I guess Claudio always sucks. It's just that sometimes Claudio is played by, like, a cute person. So you're like, good job, cute person. Yeah, the cuter Claudio is, the less angry you are and the more annoyed you are, I think. Yeah. The level of annoyance is. is proportional to the level of cuteness. Yeah. And that's that's a casting tip for all you theater people out there. Yeah. Are you doing a production of Much Ado About Nothing? Are you struggling to find the right Claudio? Well, look no further. Who do you want to kiss the most? That's her Claudio. Yeah. Except I don't um, think either of us wanted to kiss Robert Sean Leonard. No. Honestly, no. It's not, he's not really my type. Um, yeah, when I see him, I'm just like, oh, something sad's about to happen to this character. I always just, because I, yeah, I always think about him uh, as, Dr. Wilson De- De from House. So- oh, I see. I go Dead Poets Society. Oh. Yeah. But both of those characters, it's like, oh, this guy is put upon in a way he doesn't deserve, and we're very sad for him. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <sighs> well, not as Claudio, well, though. <laughs> no. Nope. Um, well, this has been You Had Me. <laughs> it sure has. And that was Much Ado About Nothing. Um, If you liked what you heard, definitely thank you for listening. And we would also appreciate it if you would leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your friends about us because we love doing the pod and telling your friends about us and getting us some more listeners is always helpful for a growing podcast. Um, As we mentioned before earlier in the podcast, we love interacting with you on social media, so definitely let us know what you thought. Shout us out on social media, Instagram and Twitter. Handle is at HellNoCast. You can go to our website, HellNoCast.com. And we post new episodes every Friday. And they are available on our website and on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Yeah! Well, this has been You Had Me at Hell No. I've been Alan. And I've been Mel. Thank you for listening. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. You Had Me at Hell No was recorded remotely at our homes in front of our pets, Roscoe and Benny. Allie and I would like to say congratulations to Tiffer on the birth of his daughter, as well as a big thank you to Lucille Petty and Bella Vanek for writing our theme song. Thank you, Bella and Lucille.